0: Welcome back to the Florida Hockey Podcast, Justin Bedford, alongside Noah Russo. How you doing this week, Noah?
1: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
0: Ah, oh, things have been all right. Busy, busy week as as usual, but um, for the most part, things have been good. It's been, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of weird this time of year with not many sports on. Yeah, like it's just you know, I I don't watch a ton of college football or anything. Like I watch some I, college hockey.
1: I really don't. I I. You know, I, I'm very into – I'm into the NFL. Like, I'll watch every Sunday, and I'll watch the Giants, my Giants every week. But I just never have been able to get into college football for some reason. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I imagine watching the Giants is similar to watching college football in that, you how, know, they're how, not how, as good. Uh,
1: of... How did your pick do last week? You, the Eagles? Was that was that who you picked in that game? Yeah,
0: they're going to bounce back this week. Anyways,
1: <laughs> we – uh.
0: We're not going to do our parlay section this week, Uh, mostly for you, because I heard that uh, you had your parlay last week, and it was going really well. And then I seem to remember that you had picked the Bills to beat the Cardinals. And I don't know if you watched the game or or recall what happened, but they actually. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, uh... I heard about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it or anything. Uh, It was a nice play by Kyler Murray. For
1: for, for our listeners, in case you didn't hear my parlay last week, I had a 12-game parlay going uh, for the entirety of the Sunday games. I got two games wrong. I got the uh, Arizona Cardinals and the the Buffalo Bills. Um, And then the other game I got wrong, I guess, was the Ravens versus the Patriots. But at that point, had the Cardinals not come back, And done that Hail Mary pass, I would have been able to cash out for probably north of $300. Which would have made for some nice new equipment for the podcast. Some fantastic new equipment for the podcast. So I am still kind of trying to process this psychologically. It's been tough. Uh, Quite a missed opportunity. Uh, Definitely not a fan of neither the Cardinals or the Bills now.
0: Yeah, me either. And I mean, my parlay went wrong right from the start. So I was, you know, I just, you know, I thought it was just a fantastic finish. You know, I know I did take the Jaguars to beat the uh, Green Bay Packers. And while they didn't get it done, you know, I think that they kept it close, you know, and they had some moments where it looked like they might pull
1: it off. So in my book, that's a win. Definitely is, I think. Definitely honorable mention.
0: And they're going to do it again this week, defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Anyways.
1: That's like one that of two
0: locks this week. It's unbelievable. Yeah. We won't go through the entire list, but yeah. that, that was a yeah. lock. My, my other lock was uh Seahawks over Cardinals, which, you know, we know how that went. Um, yeah. Yeah. Easy W good bounce back for, for the team. Love to see that. Um, But yeah, we're not going to do our parlay section this week because we actually have a fair bit of hockey and Panther specific news that's, that's going on, which is exciting because, you know, not much else going on around the league and things like that. So it's nice to be able to actually have something to talk about uh, for, for a change. It really is. And I mean, I guess we got we have to start it off really with the, uh, the reverse retro jerseys, which we talked a lot about last week. I know you have a whole points and rating system. Um, we tweeted out our unbiased rankings of the jerseys last week. I believe there was some people that felt like some bias did come into play. Um, I don't see it. I I don't see the case for that. I thought you're really fair. Um, with that being said, though, I mean, looking at the jerseys, um, I don't know what your reaction is to them, but uh, I thought that there are some fantastic jerseys that, uh, that came out. Um, obviously, not all of them are. Uh, we didn't really expect them all to be great because – you know, when every team's getting a new jersey, not everyone's, you know, going to be happy with what comes out. With that being said, though, I am excited. I've not heard your ranking, so I'm excited to see where you rank different jerseys uh, and kind all of right. pair notes.
1: Do you want to go? Do you, do you want to go to just go through the entire list or do top five, top ten, bottom five, bottom ten? As you wish.
0: Let's, let's just go through and Let's just uh, you you have your list with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Start, start us off at 31. Who do you
1: got? 31. Okay. Our friends, the Detroit Red Wings, I just, and I, I know, I'm pretty sure I know who you're thinking of for 31, if you're not agreeing with me right now, and rest assured that team is number 30. Yeah, here's the thing for me, you're obviously referring
0: to the New York Islanders. I was, indeed. Which is a real shame, because um, our actual promo this week is for the Islanders podcast, and I feel very bad for them. Um. <laughs> To me, I, I think I would have the Islanders last. And the reason I make this case for the Islanders being <laughs> last post the Red Wings, like I think the general feeling from both jerseys is that they were incredibly lazy, right? With those jerseys.
1: Yeah. Like like it,
0: it, it, they just, it just seemed like neither team understood the whole point of the exercise of a reverse retro of to create something fun, new, and, you know, kind of old feeling for the fans, right? Something different. Right. Um, and the, uh, the Red Wings gave us a silver stripe, and the Islanders gave us
1: a slightly darker blue. See, and here's my differentiation, okay? So just to give some background to my grading system, I, it's out of a possible 30 points with um, 10 points dedicated to originality, 10 points to design, and 10 points to just the it factor of the jersey. And I think these all lack. Though both those jerseys lack in all three
0: categories. Detroit, uh, it,
1: it's a scale of one to ten, so you can't guess get less than less than one. Detroit scored a three out of thirty. Yeah. The Islanders got a four out of thirty because I thought at least they went with a dark jersey, not a white jersey.
0: Yeah. the The reason for me and why I would have the Islanders last is because... I, I assume
1: you have Detroit thirtieth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. It, I think the consensus among everyone was that these were probably the two worst. The reason I have the Islanders lower is just because I think the potential for a really nice jersey was there with the Islanders with the fishermen, where it's like the Troy, it's an original six team, so your expectation is they don't switch it up too much. And you know, other than that, like uh, one with like the red stripes and stuff they have in the middle, that's kind of a nice jersey. Like they don't have much to really go off, but I think Island- people
1: were expecting at least like the D logo or something different on the front. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I I think with, like, the Islanders, like, had the Islanders gone with the Fisherman, I think you're looking at a top five, top ten jersey, really, of these reverse retros.
1: Definitely. And
0: and the fact that they didn't go that route, and the fact that they are currently selling Islander Fisherman-branded gear in their team store. Yeah. With their partnership with Herschel. I mean, what is that? um I, uh, yeah so to me that that's why i rank them lowers just because i think the potential was there
1: and i think they just missed it completely that, that, that's true and i i think we can both agree just not not good jerseys overall no all right but i i am curious to see who'd kind of have in this next grouping here who you got next? all right all right so below 10 points below 10 out of 30 i have in order of worst to best i have ottawa senators then i have edmonton oilers then Winnipeg Jets, Philadelphia Flyers, and then San Jose Sharks. Interesting. So I, I think the, the the one in here that might surprise people might be the F- Philadelphia Flyers one. Um, I was really not a fan of it.
0: I Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I am not a huge fan of those Flyers jerseys. I think they I could have done much better, and I, I just really don't like the design. The ones I am curious about are, um, I think the Oilers one is interesting. I don't have the Oilers one very high. I think I'd have it higher than where you have it. Yeah, it's twenty eight. That's fourth worst in my list. See, yeah, in my in my opinion, I think there are worse jerseys. Like I think Winnipeg's is the worst jersey. Like yes. I, I think yes. that is terrible.
1: I mean, yeah. To be fair, it's twenty seven and twenty eight. They're very close. Um, and,
0: and and I would also uh in that bottom area
1: i would have dallas as well i like what dallas was thinking though i really like what they were thinking they just no execution well that's the thing is yeah
0: i i for sure love the idea of going with the star outline of going with that color scheme i love that idea it literally looks like though that they didn't finish their jersey
1: why is there so much white on that jersey
0: yeah it's some green and i think that like it might look better on the ice but from what we've seen so far like i don't like that jersey nope and i like the i like i like the potential of it like i think there's definitely potential for that to be a really nice jersey i just don't think they nailed it with that one D-
1: to be fair on my list i don't like the all the jerseys below 17 i'm not a fan below 17 below 17 so about half of the half of the league's jerseys i'm i'm not like I feel like they could have done better. Yeah. The one to me that I've found interesting is the
0: Sharks one because that's when I really didn't like it when I first saw it. It has grown on me a little bit, not to the point that I would rank it like in that middle, to upper category. Like I think it's fine where you have it, but I I will say it has grown on me. And then the the Senators one's tough for me too because they kind of just did a throwback with their like New Jersey's anyways.
1: Bad timing.
0: Yeah. And so I think, like, I think if they if they were still going with their, like, 3D Senators logo that they went with last season, and then they had this, I think it ranks much higher. But because they're already bringing back that logo and those yeah. colors, like, it's yeah. kind of like, it, it could just be, like, it feels like it could just be a normal third jersey. It, you know? it
1: definitely hurt them. I, we're not going to yeah. lie about that. It's not really their fault. They're in the middle of a rebrand, and they kind of get, get yeah. stuck doing this jersey. So, um gonna give them the benefit of the doubt on this one but it's still not a great jersey but I understand where they're coming from yeah I, I totally agree with that um who do you have in this next tier here all right so we'll go we'll go from 20th to 24th all right all right so 20th I have Nashville then 21 Chicago 22 Tampa Bay 23 Pittsburgh and 24 Boston however I will say this the more I look at the Pittsburgh one, the better it gets. Pittsburgh's one that eat right from the get-go, I really like that jersey. So it's, I made this list last week. It would definitely be higher on my list right now if I redid it.
0: Yeah, I think based on what you're telling me, like I think I'd have the Bruins lower. I think I'd have Pittsburgh higher. Nashville is an interesting one where I don't think that's like an exception great jersey, but I do think that that is better than their normal home jerseys. Yeah. Right. Because the normal home jerseys, it's a quite a bit of yellow. And this jersey is also quite a bit of yellow, but it's less. And so I I do like that jersey a decent amount. I think I would have the Bruins lower, especially because I really just wanted to see like the Winnie the Pooh bear on the front.
1: Man. And they deprive on, us of that. Just give it to us. Just give it to us.
0: Yeah. I think that a general theme with like quite a few of these jerseys is that like it's just like, close but not exactly what people wanted conservative yeah like there are definitely teams that i like i definitely think there are teams that had options that are better than what they did like even going back to like your tier below this like with edmonton like i don't mind that jersey like i think it's a fine jersey it's pretty uh basic and similar to what they usually do i do like the orange on the shoulders but they could have gone to the comet
1: everyone i mean i wanted the comet
0: you know, what I, you know what? I really wanted is, and I've see, I saw someone I don't know who it was. They did a mock up of it, but it was the Comet jersey, but instead of the um, silver pinstriping, it was orange too, and it looked really good too. And oh, it was wow. photoshopped on Connor McDavid. I'll send it to you. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, definitely send that my but, way. That, that looks. I, I'm curious to, to what did you think of Chicago? Chicago, to me, I think I'd have Chicago lower first of
0: all. The NHL's when they tweeted out all the jerseys and yeah. back backwards. That's kind of like a I mean I, I, I didn't get that decision from them, right? Like if you don't if you don't want to show off the front of this jersey, change the front of the jersey, right? It's like if you're trying to walk that line.
1: And and you want to know what and I think I think the Blackhawks are gonna to have to rebrand one day or another, but at least they're not gonna to have to change their name.
0: No. And the other thing too is like, I think they have like this summer, like they have, it seems like invested more in, uh, you know, learning about uh, indigenous people and communities. And I think that's really important. Um, So I think there is some effort there. That being said though, with this Jersey, like if you're not going to show us the front of the Jersey, like like, what are you saying? I think it's a nice Jersey. I, first of all, I think it kind of looks just like a USHL Jersey. Yeah. That like like if you could take like uh I think it's either um is it Chicago Steel that have that?
1: I think Chicago Steel have that. I could be wrong. If you swap if
0: you swap the logos it'd be the same jersey. So I don't I don't mind it and I but I would have liked the Blackhawks to do something really different.
1: So here's my thing with the Blackhawks. I loved their was it alternate jersey in like mid to late 2000s with the beige stripe. Yes, that is my all-time favorite Chicago Blackhawks jersey. Um, I I would have loved to see that again. That would have been a perfect jersey for me.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I think there are definitely some other options. It's always difficult with original six. Um, so I think I'd have that one a bit lower, but I don't think it's like a. There's like yeah, I when I mean, you're looking at the tiers of jerseys, like there are definitely some where it's like this is terrible. Then there are some where it's like you know it's not great but it's not like awful and then there's some that i'm like this is pretty good and then there's like that upper tier of like oh they nailed it
1: yeah and and i think so going with my next tier of teams i have four teams now uh, that not crazy about and one of them i know is going to spark controversy with you so i'm excited to hear your thoughts all right let's Nin- hear it 19 Toronto 18 Dallas, 17 Columbus, and 16 Minnesota.
0: Well, okay, so I'm, I'm I'm listening to that. I'm thinking. Here are my thoughts. Okay, here's here are my thoughts. Um, so you had Dallas in there? Yeah,
1: right. Dallas. We already, we already talked we already about, about Dallas should,
0: should be lower. You have which I
1: I, I, I can see. I just really like the the fact that they at least like did the 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 concept. They didn't execute it properly, but they they thought it through, and I like that. I appreciate yeah. that.
0: The the Columbus one does very much look like a caps jersey. Um, with that like being stars said, though, oh yeah, but like... it, it, it's it's tough because they both have that like very patriotic identity, exactly, and tied into their names and their franchises. So I get that. Like there is that. Um, I think it's still a nice jersey, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I have, like. Uh, again i i I think you you've kind of nailed it with that ranking like right in the middle and it seems like a team i it's a jersey more so where i really just appreciate the effort to do something different yeah yeah so I, i give them points for that um so what were the other ones you had in there
1: so toronto dallas columbus and minnesota yeah so i think i'd for sure have toronto lower Um, see i liked i really liked uh toronto's concept so when they unveiled their teaser i think it was on the saturday i was texting with jared our maple leafs correspondent and former host of the blue line boys podcast um i I was texting with him and he i i had no idea what to expect from the toronto jersey and he he sent me that that mock-up or at least the the design that they used to wear and I was excited. I thought that looked like a pretty cool jersey. Yeah. And then it comes out and it's like, is, is there no jersey front? Is it just a logo? Yeah. That, the that logo that... is huge.
0: Yeah. For, for me, the big thing is like I would have Toronto's I think, significantly lower. I love the, the shoulders and everything yeah. on it. I think that's fantastic. Uh, I don't love the logo they used on the front. And it's just way too big. Way too big. Like my goodness, like we get it. You're the Leafs, all right. We know, you know. You scream it on the front of your jersey, anyways. So I think I definitely have that one lower. Um, the Minnesota one, um,
1: I I like where you've ranked it. Okay, I I thought I thought you would be shocked about this one. I thought you, you would want it much higher. No, because the understanding
0: for me on that one is like I I like it. I think it's clean, right? It's it's a fine jersey
1: um it's the, a good jersey to be fair I, I do like it the only thing is is it's like literally textbook subway colors
0: yeah well yeah there was that like meme tweeted out of the subway logo I, in front of yeah, it
1: yeah I, and i can't get over that
0: yeah once you see that it kind of ruins it and also like they're using the north stars colors and it's like that's not your franchise like they left yeah. <laughs> like they left you <laughs> you're clinging to the past it's like, like that's
1: not even like the same ownership or anything that's no literally they're, the- they're gone they Nothing left, to they do they with left you
0: this is an entirely new franchise you know accept it anyways um yeah i don't mind that i, I like where you rank that i'm, I'm okay with that okay um, cool all right what do you got in this next year all
1: right so we'll go 11 to 15 all right. all right so at 11 i have the new jersey devils 12 i have the st louis blues 13 carolina hurricanes 14 anaheim ducks and 15 new york rangers and i will explain before you get even get a chance to say anything new jersey st louis and carolina why they were left out of my top 10 because i think that they are top 10 caliber jerseys they are left out of my top 10 because they have done very similar concept jerseys very recently like within the last year yeah. and that kind of that they lost points in my originality category for that reason because they've done it so recently
0: yeah i get that i think the thing for me too like i love the whalers jersey like i don't think there's anyone who looks at the whalers jersey and is like this is an ugly jersey but i do think a lot of people don't like that you know they've again done this very recently and it's like at a certain point like you relocated from hartford like over 20 years ago right yeah. So it's like throw it back to your own franchise and your own identity in Carolina. Like I understand that mixed it up too but much. But Tom Dunden
1: hated the jerseys they had before, right?
0: Yeah, and I, I totally get that. It's just like there is literally like nothing Carolina Hurricanes on that jersey. It is just a Whalers jersey, which is great. Like I love the Whalers jersey. Yeah, but... and we'll,
1: we'll we'll get to number one and number two, uh, and and they the, these two teams did the op. I know you already know who I rank number one. Um. But we'll talk about it when we get down there is what, what they did is they actually applied their own colors to the, the old jersey. And I think that really if Carolina could have done like kind of a, a, a red Whalers jersey, I think it could have been cool. I think yeah. there, there's something there that they could have played around with that. Um, not sure how, but I, I'm pretty sure there was something there that they could have at least incorporated some of their current color into the jersey just their color or any of their
0: branding anything but yeah. there was nothing so yeah i i agree with where you have that like it's a nice jersey but you, you did this like last year like show me something yeah
1: new. and then fourteen, um, fifteen, it was anaheim who anaheim is hit or miss for people it's like you either like it or you don't i happen to like it uh i thought they really went all out for it and you know did something they basically did the the islanders fisherman i think that's yeah, their the, equivalent
0: yeah there was a team like i know a lot of people would have rather seen you know just the the traditional yeah. mighty ducks logo on the front um i i really like the ducks just because they clearly understood the exercise of make exactly something fun exactly. right i like sure is that the best looking jersey of the bunch absolutely not no. I, don't, I don't think anyone's going to say that is it the
1: most fun yes yeah yeah it honestly is it honestly is
0: like come on and i i love that and i appreciate when a team does that so i give them pretty high marks for that um i might have them a little bit higher than where you got them here but uh nonetheless i think we both agree that's that's a nice jersey
1: yeah and then rangers at 15 love that they're bringing back lady liberty i thought there was there was room to improve on the shoulders but I
0: would have liked a little more detail, a little more going on. It's a lot of navy blue. Yeah. Other than that fantastic jersey,
1: take no other issues with it. All right. So let's go six to ten. All right. So I'm going to start counting down instead. So ten, I have the Vancouver Canucks and their gradient. Nine, I have the Vegas Golden Knights. Eight, I have the Montreal Canadiens. Seven, Buffalo Sabres. And six, Calgary Flames so i think i'd probably have the canucks a bit lower um like out of the top 10
0: yeah just in general like i'd place them a bit lower okay um like uh, yeah i don't think it's a bad jersey um there are some i think are, are, are a bit better and i do love the gradient big fan of a gradient and yeah kind of team does that <laughs> um that being said i would love to maybe see a different logo on the front yeah. yeah or even to go back to those like dark blue and red colors like those were sick yeah to, like, fully go back um yeah, like that. Like it's it's not a bad jersey. Um, I think I'd have Montreal a bit lower too, just because. And and, and like, you know, original six teams again. It's there's not a lot you want to mess with there. But they did.
1: That's the thing. They went blue. Yeah, they they yeah, they just inverse the colors. Which I mean, anybody else could have done, right? But for some reason they didn't. Well, Other the o- than the Oilers oh. did that. It's a white jersey. Shoulders aren't blue. They're orange.
0: <laughs> so I, w- I would have,
1: I, would I have guess Boston, Boston did all yellow. So you can't complain about Boston, but I, I thought that coming from such a traditional organization that's had so little like variance in their jerseys in recent years. I'm not talking about like the 1920s. I'm talking about like 1970s and onwards, like no change whatsoever. I thought it was really cool. To see what, what what they did, but I can definitely see them like popping out of the top 10, but it's a good jersey.
0: Yeah, like um, I don't I don't I think it's a good jersey. I just think it lacks a ton of creativity. Like I could have made that jersey in like Microsoft Paint. Like I bet you people have made that yeah, jersey Yeah, on like be a promoter. That, and, like, I mean chill. that
1: jersey, I've seen that jersey. I saw that concept for that jersey like at least six months ago. Yeah, it,
0: it, it is not that hard to think of let's just switch the two main colors. Yeah you know like that's not like incredibly like i think it looks nice and it is different than what they normally do but like i would have loved to see again them take a huge swing again those like 1920s jerseys that are like a lighter blue with that just straight the, c logo yeah where, or the
1: green one. they had a green one like and yeah. they they even had a they had one with um the stripes red white and blue stripes yeah like there were there were some options there there's potential there i'm actually surprised it didn't go with that um I mean, let, let, let's see, but I, I, I'm i just curious to see if Adidas is going to like continue this and have it be like a different thing every like couple years.
0: I imagine they might maybe tweak them every now and again, but I think it's going to be like kind of like the color rush you see in like the NFL. That
1: so a they new have. one every year?
0: No, like i yeah, I think maybe teams will tweak them every now and again. I don't know exactly what the long-term plan is for them
1: yeah i'm I, very curious to it's know a
0: that. lot to do 30 new jerseys every year i yeah. mean it
1: also makes a lot of money but like i mean um, and teams are gonna run out like you can't ask the golden knights to come up with a new jersey every year that just does isn't feasible it doesn't make sense
0: no and i i i do like their their throwback too their yeah i mean I, I
1: have them ninth i i thought it was really cool that they they made they made this nod to the las Vegas Thunder. Um, props to them for for kind of like taking in that heritage which is different from the north stars because the north stars still are in the league technically yeah so yeah and as well for your rings, i think i
0: probably have the flames a bit higher too higher yeah blasty man on the front that horse sick
1: yeah i i had him sixth so
0: yeah. i like i honestly would probably have that jersey in my top three and like i I I grew up in Calgary, like I'm not a Flames fan, but like growing up in Calgary, like that jersey I, I, like reminds me of like my childhood watching like Jerome Ginla yeah, Tangay and Connor, like those guys. So to me, that's like that 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 one resonates for me personally. So I get like you know, and I think most people agree it's a, one of the better jerseys.
1: It definitely is, and I, I Buffalo also I think could have been higher on my list. I really like what Buffalo did. Um. I like Buffalo's. I would have, I would have I wished the Buffalo was on the front though instead of the Sabres. And if they could have gone to red, gray and black, I would have been so happy. Yeah, but but nonetheless, I think it's a good jersey, like. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go through my top 5. The top so 5. So, at number 5, we have the Arizona Coyotes with that purple with the lizard. Um, a- another team that very clearly understood the whole point of this. Exactly. They just had fun with it. Which is fantastic. G- uh, I saw a picture of Shane Doan wearing it the other day. I thought it was He super looked fantastic. Cool. He, I mean, he looked great. The jersey looked great. It was just a fantastic picture.
0: Yeah, it's it's a nice win for a team who hasn't gotten that many of those, you know, over the last couple yeah. months and stuff. Like, so, you know, they're doing something right, at least. So they, I uh,
1: they, they really are. So props to them on that. Number four. Number four, I have... Uh, los angeles kings with that so two purple jerseys in a row um fantastic i just yeah I, you can't say anything bad about like, it Like that's probably
0: it's probably their best logo on their best color scheme i mean just
1: and it worked out perfectly number three can't be anybody else in this team for the Panther. panthers it's you know, I really not, like this jersey. It's awesome, man! Like it looks unbelievable. I think.
0: Yeah, like they nailed it, in my opinion. Like it's exactly what they should have done, and they did it. Because, like, as simple as that is, there are some teams that like had the opportunity. Like, there's very clearly something they should do, and they didn't do it.
1: Exactly. So Florida being able to do that, I think it looks fantastic. I they they got they got the uh, the the sleeves perfectly, in my opinion. I love the concept on the sleeves. Um, I really could, honestly couldn't ask for anything better from the Panthers.
0: Yeah, the, the, the part that I really love about it is that it feels very familiar to those uh, those old jerseys that they they wore. Like very familiar, but it still feels like updated. You know, it still feels kind of fresh uh, in, in my mind where it's like.
1: And I, I'm pretty sure the logo is actually quite large on the jersey as well. Which... It's got to be up there with Toronto but you want to know what I'd much rather have a jumping cat on mine than just a really straight maple leaf. Yeah. Like that is that, that that's the Panthers best logo they've had. In my opinion. It's it's just a cool logo. Like you would, it's the kind of logo that you want to be bigger on a Jersey.
0: Yeah. Not a giant ass leaf. <laughs> like sick. But yeah, I think, yeah, I'm really happy with this for the Panthers. Um, definitely on my wish list of something i'm hoping to you know pick up one of these days
1: yeah yeah i think it has to be for the two of us um yeah Um,
0: yeah i think yeah they nailed it they really Um, did yeah like uh, yeah they nailed it it's obviously objectively i don't think it is the best jersey i think you've kind of nailed it with the placement of it on on your list Mm -hmm. um but just being a panthers and to see that as your reverse
1: retro like yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. Definitely. Um, number two. I, another big logo. But once again, just like the bigger, the better. Um, the Washington Capitals. Yeah. I, I, fantastic job with that jersey. I love it. The only thing I would have done differently was, I think it says Capitals across the front and the bottom. I'm a little iffy about that. I don't know how much I like it yet, but I just think that bringing back the Eagle was yeah. such a good idea.
0: I like the Capitals across the bottom in the front just because that's what they did on those jerseys.
1: Yeah, and Buffalo did the same with these jerseys. And yeah, with the, their Buffalo. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I like that. I think, yeah, I think those Capitals jerseys are fantastic. Would for sure have them in that top tier. Um, I think I'd have Calgary ahead
1: of them, but like they're up
0: there for sure.
1: And and we we come back to, oh, sorry, um, we we come back to the the jersey earlier that we talked about that they they didn't change the colors. Uh, I can't remember who we were talking about earlier.
0: Uh, we're
1: talking about the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes,
0: yeah. Where they just did a Whalers jersey. They just
1: did a Whalers jersey, and I think the Capitals could have easily just done the the old colors, but they're they're mixing the the old style the old design with the new colors and i think that adds a lot to the just the quality of the jersey in general
0: yeah yeah i mean these are nice jerseys
1: i mean yeah they're 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 fantastic and then um which brings us to number one i think this is unanimous across the board in my opinion colorado avalanche i take a bow that was like the perfect perfect concept of reverse retro yeah
0: i I absolutely love what they did um i think it's that perfect blend again of that old history like i get it if like some old nordiques fans don't like it but whatever who cares um i think yeah i think they absolutely nailed it the Quebec, uh the florida lee and the uh igloo logo like they look fantastic and they have the burgundy
1: red the burgundy red and that that adds so much because they're mixing the newer the newer colors with the old design, and I think it's just fantastic on their part. Yeah, I think it's just that perfect
0: blend of everything you would want in reverse retro. Like you have the history, you have know, the you know the history of the the franchise being you know a relocated one. You have the your current color scheme. It's fun. It feels new. It's fresh. Um, I absolutely agree. I think that is probably. Uh, my favorite one as well. And, you know, props to the Avalanche. Like, they nailed it with this.
1: They they, they really did. Um, yeah, so so that does it for my ranking. Um, and, I mean, just quickly off topic, speaking of the Avalanche, um, they're expected to go to blue helmets, blue pants, and blue, blue gloves. gloves next season. I don't know if you saw the pictures. I saw, yeah. Yeah, I – Good job! Like they're just nailing it across the board. Like this is just,
0: yeah, they're just they're just an organization that's just cooking right now.
1: They're they're yeah they're on a roll. They're just gonna. I think the blue is gonna look so cool, especially on the pants. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, so yeah, those are
0: those are kind of our opinions on the reverse retro jersey. We'd love to hear your guys' opinions um, about what uh, you guys, the listeners, think um so tweet at us let us know uh what you think uh love to hear what uh people's different thoughts are on stuff like this obviously being very subjective um and we'll leave it at that and we'll move on to our second topic of the podcast tonight which is anton Lindell six point night playing over in finland i mean what more can you say about this guy the captain captain baby like the captain
1: he's the leader
0: he's the guy he's
1: he's 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 crushing it um i mean just looking at his stats now he's just unbelievable yeah almost up to like point per game
0: Uh, I i think it's crazy like it's this is a player like panthers fans should be very excited about
1: they they should they really should um it's uh, he was named captain he's only 20 years old
0: yeah it's very impressive I think speaks a lot about not just his ability as a player but as uh an individual and I think that's something that's really important to add to a team you know not just guys that are you know incredibly skilled and great athletes but guys that uh, are passionate about the game guys that uh, can lead um, I think is what you look for and it's not uh, as common I think as people might think with uh, young players to have that level of maturity And so I think with uh, a, a guy like anton Lundell, like yeah I'm... I
1: mean he's fourth he's fourth in the entire league for for points yeah it's incredible at that age. It's yeah. Um really, really looking forward to, to him joining the Panthers eventually. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think it's safe to say I I think we both said this that not this season, that he's gonna he's gonna kind of do his thing in, in Finland and then next season is when we can expect him to yeah. to really come over. And I think he'll he'll be an impact player right at the get-go.
0: Yeah, and I think the, the important thing for, for me with, like, Lindell is that um, he, his skill set is the type where he – I think he'll be able to transition fairly easily to the NHL. Like, there are some guys where, you know, they're incredibly skilled, um, but they're good because uh, of the level of people they're playing against and a lot of stuff that works well in, in junior or whatever. It doesn't work when you, you get up to playing against men and things like that. Whereas this is a guy who's not renowned for his skill. He's renowned for how well he thinks the game, Exactly, um, which is something that translates very easily. He's been playing against men for a few new, few years now. I mean, this is a guy who I think, yeah, in the very near future is going to be a very important part of this team. And like, obviously I know like 6.9, like I don't want to, you know, hype him up too much, but like this, this guy's the real deal. Like
1: and we – we there was no way. We did not think he was going to, like, make it to the Panthers. We Like, there was no way. And I, I don't think any of our, like, mock drafts that he was somehow g- going to fall to the Panther- Panthers at 12. It just didn't seem possible.
0: Yeah, like, I, I know you and I, we talked about it, like, a bunch with Lindell, and we were like, damn, like, this guy would be the perfect fit for the Panthers. But, like, man, I don't think – these teams pass on him like i don't know how you pass on a guy like that um who does the things that he does and has put up the numbers he has and like the the, the common notion like that you hear from a lot of people was that they didn't think his offense was going to translate uh to the next level a lot of people are like oh his offense he's going to top out as like a third line guy right but you say that but yeah every single time like he he's putting up numbers right like he just continues exactly. at, at what point do you just say okay like he's just that good
1: i 100% agree with right you. like it's... just because
0: he, he doesn't you know dance through guys go end to end you know all the time
1: doesn't mean he's not going to be a top player exactly and, and so yeah i fully expect him to be and he's he's going to have literally the best teacher when he gets here and it's going to be alexander barkov
0: oh i thought you were gonna say alexander
1: wenberg (laughs) yeah him and rodko gudas can get together and then just go over some film you know um i it's such a perfect fit yeah it was yeah like leading up to
0: the draft he, he literally was that guy where it was like man he is such a perfect fit for this team and like if you could just will it into existence that he would be there for the panthers like you would. And like, I, I didn't think it was going to happen. And you know, when it got to the Panthers pick, it was just like, don't fuck this. Like, come on.
1: Exactly. That's exactly
0: what it was. And they didn't. And I'm just like, I'm just so stoked for this guy. Like I, I think he's going to be such a player. Like in my opinion, like I think he does have a higher ceiling than either Denisenko or Tippett. Like, that's how highly I regard this guy.
1: I can't tell about Denisenko yet. I I, I like his game. He's,
0: you know, we're going to have to see with him. Um, I'm still pretty, like, I'm pretty high on him. Like, I think if I was to rank, you know, Panthers forward prospects at that moment, like, I think it would be Wendell, Denisenko, Tippett. Yeah, I, and I would 100% agree with you. Um, but again, with, you know, Tippett in uh denisenko it's kind of like you know these guys were drafted a few years ago it's you know how much more time are you going to give them before you call it and say May, okay maybe they're not going to be the guy we think they're going to be and like obviously you know the hope is and like i obviously hope that they turn out to be really good players um but it's just
1: yet to happen it, yeah it, especially for tippet i think um we'll, we'll see
0: I mean it seems like he is gonna have that opportunity this year. I think both of them will. And
1: it, it really seems like he he's ready. Like he crushed it in the AHL last year. Um but we, we can't really only time will tell. Yeah, and I mean the
0: good news for him is that you know, like the spot's right there for him if he can earn it. Right. Like exactly. The opportunity's there for these kids. and, and now it's kind of just see if they can actually uh you know live up to that that potential and hopefully they do um but as time continues to go by and they've yet to establish themselves as other players from their draft classes establish themselves you know a a little bit of panic can kind of creep in a little bit of skepticism and i know it's not like fair to the player at all but it just kind of is the reality right yeah like you're never just judged on like how good you are it's like how good you are compared to how good people thought you were going to be. Exactly. And that's the big question with these guys. Um, But with that being said, like Anton Lindell, like, oh my goodness, what a player. Yeah. I I can't wait for him. I don't know. Should I just just jump the gun and get an Anton Lindell reverse retro?
1: (laughs) We don't even know what the deal is with these reverse retro jerseys. They could be defunct after a year. And he'll never get to wear one. I say. I think we should just get it anyways. Yeah, you want to know what? Screw it. Like, good okay, what, what I'll I'll order
0: an Anton Lindell reverse retro, and you can order a Spencer Knight. Ooh.
1: <laughs> and we'll just gamble on them being the numbers that we pick. That would yeah. <laughs> that would be. That that would be something. Yeah. Def, uh... def, definitely an idea.
0: Um, but yeah, super stoked from him. Um, we'll move on now cause you know, we're, we're, getting a little late on time. And we got a lot of other stuff to talk to. Um, just got to do a quick, uh, promotion here, uh, for one of the other podcasts on the hockey podcast network. Uh, there's the Islanders never say die podcast, uh, fantastic show. Um, really entertaining stuff uh if that's what you're looking for hockey um and just entertainment and a good time Uh, it's a great show so if any of you guys out there also happen to be islanders fans for some reason uh go ahead check them out or if you have any friends that are islanders fans tell them to check them out and um yeah it's just a blast yeah yeah right all right so yeah Coming back to the Panthers now, though, the real number one story of the week, it is the Panthers hiring Brett Peterson uh, to be their assistant GM, um, which is not just a, uh, a big step uh, for the Panthers organization and filling that uh, key role, but Brett Peterson becomes the first Black assistant general manager in nhl history um
1: how important and how powerful is that no i think it's huge like i think he's not only like first assistant gm he's like something like highest just position black person in in nhl NHL history for for a team like this is unbelievable yeah and i am like so happy it's exciting actually yeah it's in we. It came right after um the the hiring, and I'm so sorry. I'm gonna butcher her name, but Kim Ng with uh Tampa Bay with the Rays, she becomes the first uh Asian American. No, it's the, it's the Marlins. Oh uh, yeah, the Marlins. Sorry, wrong, wrong, uh, wrong Florida baseball team. Um, our Marlins. Our Marlins. Uh, she becomes the first GM, like female GM, first, I think, Asian American GM. Uh, unbelievable stuff. And then the Panthers do this, and it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. I love where, I love where sports are going.
0: Yeah. And like going back to the thing with, uh, with Kim, uh, I'm not
1: even gonna mm-hmm. the last name. It's, I, mm-hmm. so, mm, I, I'm, I'm really practicing it. Yeah. It's, she,
0: when that first when that came out that she, you know she was the the new GM right and obviously yeah everyone's super excited about this but like just listening to like her credentials it's absurd that it took her this long to become a general manager like it's just ridiculous um but going to the Brett Peterson hiring um what I love for, about this aside from the fact that he's uh incredibly qualified incredibly smart incredibly deserving of the position and does break that color barrier is just the fact that um the nhl kind of has that reputation as a league that just recycles managers you know over and over again like it's like the uh the that like once you're a finalist for one gm job like you're a finalist for all gm jobs yeah right like it's always like the same five names of unemployed gms that are thrown out there um for, for various positions and things like that. It's always the same names being recycled. So just to have someone else be hired, um, that's, uh, you know, not one of those names that's thrown out there a bunch. Um, I think is really exciting for this team. He's someone who comes from that agent background who has, uh, obviously a great relationship with Bill Zito. Uh, I think this is just incredibly, uh,
1: incredibly intelligent i think it's intelligent really is what it is yeah
0: yeah and i just think this is just something to be super excited about as a panthers fan um to have someone um who's you know accomplished uh this and is just so uh competent and intelligent i think it's just really exciting i
1: I think we got to forget about the lindell and the knight jerseys i think we need peterson Reverse bill zito. jerseys <laughs> yeah you, <laughs> I'll, I'll get peterson you can get bill zito and we'll, we'll... that'll be perfect let's roll from there <laughs> um and um there was another hiring actually and i i, I want to bring this up just because i i have kind of a a story about it um the panthers hired uh blake joffrey on oh yes yeah, the former player right former player uh same um same family as Bernie. Uh just like I he was like fourth generation to play in the NHL. Yeah. Like, that's unbelievable. Anyways, his his career um ended shortly. I, I don't know if you knew about this. Um he was playing an AHL game against Syracuse Crunch, and he he, he got hit at the blue line. Um and the the skate Cut him right in, in his head, and I mean, it was a huge, huge event. Um, and he, he basically had to retire after that. Uh, he, I didn't know this, he actually had to have life saving surgery after that. Um, my story is actually that I was at that game, really? Yeah, so that game was every year the Hamilton Bulldogs used to play. One game at the Bell Center. Right. And I was given two free tickets. So my dad and I went. And we were sitting. I can't remember what period it was in. the. This article doesn't say it. I can't remember. We were, but whatever. We were sitting behind the Syracuse goal at the time. I, I don't want to like, at the time, just for that period. I can't remember. Anyways. And he he was coming up the wing like coming into the offensive zone he was playing for Hamilton he was coming into the Syracuse zone at the blue line and he just got met like by the defenseman i can't remember who it was um it, it does, the, the article doesn't say so i assume he's not that relevant but just got like just like huge hit and i remember there was a big scrum and he was just on the ice and you could tell something was wrong yeah. there was a huge scrum over him which is the worst thing you want to see when a guy's on the ice is people is guys fighting over the guy and like maybe like stepping on him or something or even falling on him. That's incredible. I mean, they got the stretcher out. It was a terrifying moment to be honest. It was a huge hit. Um, it was it was terrifying. He was on the ice for a while, stretcher out, everything. It really put a damper on it. There was a lot of younger kids in the audience, uh, including myself at the time. Yeah. Wow. But. Unreal, but now he's back. He was working with Bill Zito as an assistant, I think, with um, the Blue Jackets, and now he comes on onto the Florida bandwagon. Good place to be right now, um, I think. So he, he's basically overseeing and running the the uh, the scouting department for the team. Yeah, and I just
0: yeah hiring hiring's like this. Uh, with him and with with Peterson. Like, I just love the direction that this team is going in. Like, it seems that, like, they're finally embracing, we got to, you know, have kind of a new school approach to things. Um, and I think that's really representative in both the moves they've made, um, you know, in free agency and whatnot, and just with the people they've hired in the organization. Like, I feel very – um confident in this it's it's so uh, staff promising that's been assembled like truly truly um I I really believe in the group they got there so I'm excited to see uh what the future holds. I think they've done everything they can to get the right people in there. Uh and now it's just a matter of uh what things are gonna look like uh in, in the future and right now uh obviously there's the talk of the different division alignments going around. Um,
1: shortened season, like a bunch of a bunch of things. And I, I think they're just gonna play in their own arenas. I think at this point the idea of a bubble has been rejected by the players. Oh, 100%. And I think this, this, this whole vaccine news and, and recently, is is really promising, and I think they they hope to have people in the stands for the at least for the playoffs.
0: Yeah, like they're gonna have a real tough go of it if they can't have fans in the stands. I think that's got it. That's that's
1: one of their number one and, priorities. And when they do get fans in the stands, it's going to be super super interesting to see what ticket pricing is like.
0: It's gonna be incredible. It's already. Not for the Panthers, obviously, but for other teams, like it's stupid.
1: Here's the question. Could could the Panthers have fans?
0: I imagine so.
1: In theory, I mean, Florida is basically just wide open. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see if, if at least they can get fans. Although, I mean, it might look like a regular Panther game, but... That that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Oh, you see. know, yeah, you know
0: those jokes are coming out.
1: <laughs> no,
0: yeah. it looks like oh, it looks like regular capacity. It's like oh, <laughs> shut up, like. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's gonna be definitely very different next season, uh, and really we're just kind of waiting to see what everything kind of looks like, um, and as we get closer to that projected start date of January first. Um, You know, we'll, we'll start to get a better idea of what things look like.
1: Yeah, we will. And I just wanted to mention this about the re- reverse retro jerseys. I've been scrolling the NHL website, and they have a poll for the best jersey in the league. And right now, Buffalo is leading it, 38% to 36 for Colorado. And I forget wow. the other two. So Buffalo might have the fan vote on this one.
0: Yeah, I also saw the NHL.com's fan vote that had Kevin Hayes as a top six center in the NHL, so I don't know how much I <laughs> trust fan opinions anymore because that is just objectively not true.
1: Ever since the John Scott vote into the All-Star game, I think my, my expectation of fan votes has gone way down.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, it means nothing really
1: it really so, doesn't
0: you know it's just kind of who has the most fans exactly the most delusional and so it's you know no real takeaway from that nope um but our last piece of panthers news here noah they finally got their echl affiliate and it's the swamp rabbits what do you think how fired up are you
1: it's so cool i love their logo their <laughs> i logo's know, awesome, awesome.
0: It's, it's awesome. So
1: cool. It's
0: it's legit. Everything you could want from an ECHL team. Like it's
1: perfect. I love it's it. It's just not not like Swamp Rabbits. Like that's not really serious. And like it's just perfect. It's a perfect branding for an ECHL team.
0: It's exactly what you want for the ECHL. Like it's just classic. Um, first of all, just great that they they were really able mm. to secure uh, the ECHL deal. Um, just to kind of expand. Uh you know, to have that foundation for their, uh, you know,
1: farm teams and whatnot did for I, their players. Did I see that correctly? That there, there's already some ECHL teams have already said that they're not going to play this season.
0: Yeah. So that's, yeah, there have been teams that have said they're not going to play. Yeah. Um. So that's, uh, that's, that's the big reason why it's so important that they were able to secure a team uh, and be able to move forward because there's, there's so much uncertainty, right. With the, really like the AHL and the ECHL and with junior hockey. So just to kind of have that knowledge of, okay, like we know we're going to have this infrastructure in place next season. I think it's just hugely important for the team at
1: this stage. I I completely agree with you. I think it's massive. Um, and they, so they, they have, they have the swamp rabbits in South Carolina they have um, Charlotte, their AHL team, in North Carolina. And then right there, there's the team. I mean, I mean, that's pretty close. Like Charlotte and Greenville, very, very close.
0: Yeah, and I think that's just the cognizant effort of, of the team and what a lot of teams have done to just keeping their farm systems close because if you can have your farm team as close as possible, then it's...
1: Yeah, and then you're probably looking at two-hour flight to to miami yeah so it's i I mean i'm not really really sure of what the flight times are in that in that sector um but I, i assume it can't be any more than two hours i mean that's a pretty pretty good commute yeah if you just get called up or something yeah it's
0: it makes it much more manageable for the team um and obviously like with the like it it just it's just a great fit. And the fact that they were to lock it down, I think, is fantastic uh, for the organization. Um, so super stoked about that. And, you know, I guess I guess from now on, we're Swamp Rabbits fans.
1: I don't really see an alternative.
0: No, it's, it's no choice. Just like we're diehard Checkers fans. <laughs>
1: it's, yeah, no, definitely.
0: We'll have to get onto those jersey hunts for sure i'm sure that there's tons of swamp rabbit jerseys just floating out on the internet <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm sure we can get a spencer knight one oh yeah he'll probably play for them realistically
0: yeah i At mean a lot of game. yeah a lot of goalies do i mean a lot and like players do too they're just you know top pick players um and Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight's been good so far, too, in college hockey. We didn't really have time to talk about him this week. Yeah, and I don't think they played that many. I think they played maybe
1: two or three games.
0: Yeah, so, so he's yeah. looking good. No worries there. Um, goalie of the future, for sure. Uh, so super I mean, stoked.
1: yeah, I mean, once once Seattle picks up Bobrovsky in the expansion draft, I he's pretty much the alternative. Him and it, Chris Drieger.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, Seattle's going to have to hit that cap floor somehow. And who gets you closer to the cap for than Sergei Bobrovsky? Very few players.
1: Seems perfect.
0: Perfect fit. So looking He just forward.
1: fits into the Seattle culture.
0: Yeah, he's a great leader. He's a great teammate. <laughs> everyone will love him. You know, he's the best. You can't go he wrong. Can ro- he can
1: pay everyone for... He can give everyone Rolexes. I mean, it's it's perfect.
0: Yeah, it's a perfect situation. Obviously, we'll have to see how that plays out. Um. We should do an entire episode on the expansion draft.
1: Uh, be a fun I idea for an episode. I mean, it, yeah. If we need content, that's definitely something we can do. Our way too early expansion draft predictions.
0: Way too early. Way too early. Yeah, but by the time we get around to doing it, it might not be way too early. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the rate <laughs> at the rate we work through things. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean. I guess that that's that's it for this episode of the podcast Um, for, for all our listeners out there, this is our last episode um, for this kind of series. And then uh, season two of the podcast begins uh, December 1st or early December. Can't remember the exact date next week for sure. Um, So look forward to that. Uh, It's going to be a great episode. We'll see if we can get some guests on uh, and yeah I think Noah and I are just both looking forward to season two and you know more podcasts like this maybe uh yeah hopefully get some more guests in next season uh we'll have to see about that but uh for right now thank you to everyone tuning in and we'll be back next week uh with season two of the Florida Hockey Podcast